0: Good morning, New Hampshire, powered by Sig Sauer. Now, back to Jack Heath on the Pulse of New Hampshire.
1: All right, a busy uh, John Decker. Welcome back. A little chilly, a little windy out there. A little snow coating, depending where you are. Franconia Notch, for example, windy and chilly this morning. Some friends going up to teach some skiing lessons said they saw a few cars off the road of the Notch, but we have a windy, chilly day for you on this Wednesday. Happy Valentine's Day. John Decker our own White House correspondent. What happens next when it comes to aid for Ukraine and Israel and maybe Taiwan? Take it away, John.
2: Yeah, I wish I knew the answer. Uh, I wish anybody knew the answer, including uh, the House Speaker, Mike Johnson. Uh, As you know, that legislation passed the Senate overwhelmingly in the Senate yesterday morning, uh, 70 to 29. So overwhelming bipartisan support. Mitch McConnell, the leader for Republicans in the Senate, Uh, urging uh, his colleague in the House, House Speaker Mike Johnson, to take up this legislation, put it for an up-or-down vote in the House of Representatives. And uh, Speaker Johnson has not indicated what he will do. He's facing a lot of pressure from his own Republican colleagues, some members suggesting that if he puts it up for an up-or-down vote in the House, uh, he would risk his speakership and also facing pressure from Donald Trump, uh, who is very much against this legislation, which passed with strong bipartisan support in the U S Senate.
1: Interesting. And, uh, John, that the impeachment vote on Mallorca is more symbolic, more political, more, more, more flex, if you will, more election year stuff. Senate won't concur, correct?
2: Well, that's right. Uh, the Senate controlled by Democrats, 51 49, you need two thirds of the Senate to convict, remove, uh, Secretary Mayorkas under the impeachment process, so you're not going to get anywhere uh, near that. So it really was a political process that we saw take place in the House of Representatives yesterday. uh, And uh, that House of Representatives Republican majority has narrowed uh, by one because of Tom Suozzi's victory uh, in that special election in Long Island, New York, yesterday. So that is also something that is weighing on Speaker Mike Johnson.
1: All right. uh, John Decker on White House Correspondent. Thank you, John.
2: Thanks a lot, Jack. Bye-bye.
1: All right. So leave it to Michael Graham uh, to come up with getting a hold of the Sununu, administra- Sununu Administration's new normal or words that belong on state websites. They got a hold of the uh, Department of Information Technology for the state government. We're not talking California. We're not talking New York. We're talking New Hampshire. And they, they, they advise in using embracing inclusive language the director says without offending, for example, she or he, they rather have you say they, so you don't, you're not gender specific or chairman, the chairman of the house, ways and means committee. You don't want to say chairman. So bring out the bubble wrap. It's Valentine's day. I'm sure that's politically (laughs) offensive to someone at the department of technology in New Hampshire, but take it away, Michael.
0: Yeah, it was pretty fascinating. A member of a, a state agency sent a link over uh, that said, look, this is from the Department of Information Tech, uh, Dennis Goulet, who, by the way, was first appointed by Hassan and Sunudu kept, kept him over. And its guidance, it's not, and I going to be clear, it is not a mandate. It's not telling the various agencies, you know, the Department of Fishing and Game or whatever. You can't use pronouns. What they're saying is they really urge against it. Well, we couldn't open it because it's part of the state government internal network. So we got someone inside the state government to print it out for us and give us a copy and it was pretty surprising, uh, you know, that uh, uh, in a, a state like New Hampshire, where we pride ourselves on live for your die and active citizenry, you can't use the word, or excuse me, you shouldn't use the word citizen, because you'll be excluding illegal immigrants and foreign tourists. And we wouldn't want to do that, of course. And no brown bag Why lunches. Why uh, Forget brown <laughs> bag lunches. Quote, although seemingly innocent, this term can inadvertently reference the practice of using paper bags to determine skin color. And therefore, admission to a facility or event. Now, that's at the information tech website. Let me tell you something about that, Jack. That quote "information" is totally false. It is an urban legend that, that somebody has posted, and this is all the Sununu administration. We contacted. By the way, you know, you, you think when you think about you know uh, uh, language like you know banning people from saying manhole because it's too offensive or whatever. You Can't say elderly, Jack. By the way, elderly, like like you couldn't publish the. Uh, de- department of justice special counsel report on biden as an elderly gentleman with a poor memory you'd have to say senior gentleman which i don't see how senior or elderly are that much different anyway don't don't use that language
1: but doesn't hold on hold on i like the logic of this doesn't senior offend juniors
0: (laughs) that's a very very good question you know and who are we to judge well if you're the department of information technology so, but it's a, you know. Given Sununu, as you know, you saw him campaigning with Haley. He would use a little salty language out there sometimes. Remember when he was uh, giving that speech in D.C. and he said Donald Trump was bleeping crazy. Well, can't do that. Nope. That's a fa- no, no, not the the F word's fine. You can't say crazy because the guidelines say crazy or nuts is discouraged. They recommend wacky.
1: Yeah. Instead. And I'm sure. Okay, I'm sure the intentions are good here, but can I ask you a question? Is this really necessary?
0: Well, apparently it's necessary enough that the Department of Information Technology posted on their website for all of the state agencies to use as guidance. We asked Governor Sunu's office about it. They did not. We got no word. We didn't get an N-word or an F-word. We got no word from uh, Governor Sunu. This is the first time. Jack, do you remember when the Department of Public Health a couple years ago was posting stuff like climate change is more dangerous than pork chops for your public health or whatever, some crazy stuff like that? And it turned out. That somewhere in the bowels of the administration, there was some, you know, Gen Z 20 something who had control of the Twitter uh, account. Well, when we contacted the minister, the, the department, they would not talk and they kept posting crazy stuff. They were they, they were big on the vaping is just as bad as cigarette smoking, which is a not only a lie, it's a dangerous lie. If you have a smoker in your life and you can get them to switch to vaping, please do They're You know, it'll be much, much well, better.
1: I'm, the, the, and, the gender. Look uh, okay. at again. I'm going to let you go because I'm going to get into some fun commentary and give you full credit. Michael Graham, New Hampshire Journal, NHJournal.com, getting a hold of New Hampshire, not California. New Hampshire's Department of Information Technology, preferred words so you don't offend someone. And here we are on Valentine's Day, so I want to be fully sensitive. If Valentine's Day is offensive to you, I'm just gonna say happy Valentine's Day once. I won't say it ten times. And <laughs> even though it's about love and loving people, it doesn't say anything about anything. Just, you know, when I was in high school you got to, you know, might have a little card or a candy. I know that, I know in the today's bubble wrap society, that's what I you know what I'm I think for Christmas this year, Michael, if I can say Christmas, I might start a Ooh. bubble wrap sideline where people can send some additional bubble wrap to people who are offended said, if you I say said the, said the word american if you're an illegal citizen here you're not a citizen by the way you're, if you're an illegal migrant or someone here illegally you're here illegally and if you don't like the word american get the hell out but this yes says me i'm old school
0: i, I, I sense your cisgender heteronormative oppression and so on behalf of all of us you've oppressed
1: jack thanks so no, much and no. have a happy
0: day that does not in any way specifically genderize
1: anyone no, thank you, Michael. Hey, Brad, did you ever think you'd hear in the state of New Hampshire? I'm serious. For their employee websites, for the employees in New Hampshire, one person has put out the sort of the inclusive language thing. So, Brad, you okay. were once a you were once a state trooper, correct?
3: Yeah. Hey, guy, how are you?
1: This is no, your, no, uh, no. Old gets...
3: citizen lobbyist. Hawaii. are no, you? Th-
1: This one's better, Brad. If you pull the motorist over for going 110, they don't want you to put in the report that you stopped a citizen. Yeah. Okay. Because, because if someone's not a citizen, it might hurt their feelings. So they want I don't you like to being
3: called short. I don't like being called short,
1: but I am. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. But you hit a pretty long drive on the golf course, buddy. I can, I call you buddy. Is that going to offend you? I'm offended. Whatever it is, I'm offended. Oh my goodness. Brad, let's switch gears to Washington house impeachment vote. Scully's back. Won't, won't go anywhere in the Senate. What's the message? It was
3: stupid, Jack. It was stupid. And I, w- we're doing these stupid things. Wait a minute, Brad.
1: I'm sensitizing, sensitizing your segment. I, you can't say stupid. Okay.
3: Well, okay, guy. Uh, <laughs> you know, here's the deal. It, it, we, we, we are going after a cabinet secretary, first time since the 1870s, to impeach him. One failed vote in the House already. And, and we're doing it along partisan lines. And we're doing it because we hate the policy, because we don't believe that the secretary is enforcing the laws that he should be enforcing. But look at this is because Joe Biden won the presidency and Joe Biden made him a cabinet official. We don't get to pick cabinet officials. The candidates who win pick the officials and they execute the policies of the person elected. And the bad policy on the southwest border, which is horrendous and which is really bad for this country is being driven by the president of the united states and his cabinet officials are executing the plan that the president wants which is not the plan that most americans want but it's the plan and that's why elections have consequences we can't keep on this impeachment bs it's lousy and it's hurting the country we shut down congress and so we can have these votes basically now you're going to kick it to the senate which we all know is going nowhere it's a waste of time. I'm a Republican. I want Republicans to win. But this is not a winning strategy. This is dumb. It's dumb politics. It played out somewhat in New York with the election of Tom Swasey uh, over, over maybe Phillip. And the, the, re, the reality of it is this is not what people want us to focus on. They want us to focus on real solutions for the southwest border. But right now we have a former president running, running for president. Who doesn't want anything because he wants the chaos on the southwest border as an election issue? And we have a bunch of Republicans in the House, in particular, falling in lockstep with the president uh, to execute that because that's what he wants. The world is upside down right now, Jack. And and look at—I saw the president's tweet about the election in New York, and he says Philip didn't embrace him. She didn't embrace MAGA. He clearly wasn't watching the race. I was. She fully embraced Donald Trump. She wanted him up in the district. She talked about President Trump all the time. Tom Suozzi said he didn't need the president. He didn't want President Biden coming into his district. He was critical of the president on border, on the, on the, on the border, and he also beat up the Republicans as being MAGA and following Donald Trump. And Tom Suozzi won an overwhelming victory. It wasn't close. And, and this is what we're going to get. We've talked about this in the last election when we had a bunch of hard-right, mega-Republicans win their primaries and get beat badly in the general election. And if we want to win elections, we've got to kind of change the playbook a little bit because this is not working. And we have a very closely divided House where you can't just drive a partisan agenda and expect it to become law. It's not living in reality. The Senate is controlled by Democrats. The White House is controlled by Democrats, and if you want to change policy, you got to vote Republican right. and, and, yeah. and get a majority in the well, House yeah. and a majority in the Senate and a majority and, and a president who is a Republican. But to live in this fantasy land that you're going to walk these people off of a cliff because they're not being loyal to one man, to Donald Trump, right. it's crazy. It's just as crazy, and but this yet, is what we're getting. Yeah. We saw the election results yeah. in New York.
1: Yeah. And, you know, Brad, if you look at the House and the difficulty they've had in electing their own speaker with a slim majority, you know, in the past um, and even now, the new speaker having a hard time uh, getting his ducks in a row, if you will, because of the outside influence of Trump, the Democrats, even though Joe Biden is a sitting president, they 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 tend to even if they don't even if the independents and Democrat voters don't support or want Joe Biden. They tend to do a better job, even though they have their own divisions within their party. I mean Biden's poll numbers among his own party are terrible, but they tend to they tend to be more unified even if it's not behind the scenes in terms of like you know they don't have an issue if they had the majority in Congress. they would probably fairly easily elect a new house speaker, correct
3: look okay, they would but jack we have look at the mixed messages that we've been seeing come out of this speaker's office. We're not going to do anything on immigration unless we have. Border, a comprehensive border. It doesn't have to be h r two, but it has to be something strong. You have a very, very conservative member, one of the more conservative members in the United States Senate in Lang- Senator Langford, craft a bill, and you know that you're not going to get everything. The whole point of negotiating is you're going to get some, you're not going to get much. You want to get more than the other guy gets to have it a win. And he crafts a, a, a bill that is by no means perfect. There's a lot in that bill that I don't particularly like. But we're criticizing this guy now. We're hanging it. We're vilifying him. And we have Donald Trump doing it because Donald Trump wants himself Southwest border to be bad right now. So he has it as an election issue. And we have lockstep Republicans just jumping on that bandwagon and criticizing a bill. And not only are we criticizing, we're going after Jim Lankford personally. Republicans are going after him personally as right. a sellout. As a squish, which is furthest from the truth, if you know Senator Langford, he's very, very conservative. One of the most conservative members of the United States Senate, and so this is what we're talking about, Jack. And it's and it's all being driven because we're afraid to give anybody a win in the name, even in the name of good public policy. Mm -hmm. It's wrong, and we've got to step up. People have to step up to this, but Jack. As long as we stand down this road, and this is what we're doing, um, I don't think Republicans are going to do really well at the ballot box because the Republicans that do well are the ones that are running on them what on I, their own merit to try what, to do what, things. What, Larry Hogan, by the way, right now is out, and he is an anti-Trump guy, and he is one, running, in, but he's not going to be talking about Trump on the election. No. You watch in in, Rick, in Maryland, you will see him run for United States Senate, talking about his
1: vision for the Poo country Hogan. and yeah.
3: what he's accomplished in in maryland to make him the most popular yeah. elected official in maryland
1: yeah he's done well there but real quickly and we deal uh,
3: with governor sununu so i mean look at yeah. this is what we this is what we're doing though and, the and only and we need to wake the, up the only gonna happen again on election day
1: the only issue i see that galvanizes democrats with their own splits of progressive you know more progressive than moderate is the abortion issue democrats come together huge on that. Maybe independents too, but this latest the independents are now looking at Biden and Trump and it's not a slam dunk that Trump can't get independents because they'll vote with their pocketbooks and wallets. But before I uh, let you go Brad, any indication that Manchin would actually get into this thing as a third party or Christie in the no label side? Have You heard any more buzz on that?
3: I haven't heard a lot of buzz on that. My inclination is Christie seriously looking at it cuz why else wouldn't he be endorsing Nikki Haley? Nikki Haley is right. the only one in the race he's vying, right. you know, his opposition to Donald Trump, and right. and he actually he likes and liked, spoke very popular, is mean, glowingly about Nikki Haley. So if if this is the case, then what are we doing? I mean, and, he, and he, finally. Don't Funny, 10 days,
1: 10 days to go on South Carolina. If Nikki Haley doesn't do better than she did in New Hampshire percentage-wise against Trump, does she stay in it to Super Tuesday or the other states like oh, Michigan? Yeah. I think she okay.
3: stays, until, yeah, she stays okay. in
1: until Super Tuesday. All right.
3: And I think she's going to continue to beat that back. I think it is resonating a little bit, too. I think we'll find out that I'm not predicting that she's going to win South Carolina by any way, shape, or form, but I do believe that she's going to do better than what polls have her at.
1: Well, it would be interesting. All right, Brad, before I let you go, while you were on, Michael Graham just sent over from New Hampshire Journal. He read the the state employee's preferred language guide, a little more, that just came out. And, you know, in Congress or politics a lot of time, they might say, well, that, that bill won't count because it's grandfathered or it won't affect you. You've heard the term grandfathered? Yep. Or, you know, piece of real estate. Don't do worry. You, yeah, you can't say grandfather because it's offensive, I guess, to, you know, the history of the term grandfather was more one's one, you know, more white than any other thing. Uh, so you, you know, they're going to change it now. So I will, you got to come up your homework assignment today is come up with a more politically sensitive term for grandfathered. All right, guy. All right, guy. Yeah. Former Senate president, U S Senate candidate, Chuck Morse, Republican candidate for governor. Good morning, Senator.
4: Morning, Jack. Happy Valentine's day.
1: Thank you. I take that as a compliment. It doesn't politically offend me. So I'm going to go with that. But, uh, Senator, uh, I gotta, I don't know if you just heard ABC News. Did you know President Trump killed the border bill?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, the border bill should be dead on arrival. Just the fact that they are insulting us that 5,000 people in border countries are allowed in, that, that means many more are allowed in. I think what I'm hearing loud and clear is closing the border and no one's allowed in at this point and no one's getting amnesty um, is where we should be.
1: Well, you know, Senator, I, I, I have to give Michael Graham, the New Hampshire Journal, the credit on this one, but he was on with us earlier because one of the stories he put out, I know this may seem ancillary to a gubernatorial run, but it really is not because you've been the former Senate president. If you're governor, we haven't heard yet. If Governor Sununu, uh, Graham asked him for a comment, I don't think he's gotten one yet. But, the, and I don't hold the I get the goal in this, but I'm going to ask you a point blank question. Speaking of the border, the Department of Technology that oversees the state of New Hampshire employee you know, websites and communication has put out an inclusive language or word choice for state employees is what I'm boiling it down to. So, for example, they want you to say they versus he or she. If you work for the Department of Motor Vehicles and you're trying to get back to someone on their license request, it's not he or she, it's they. But the one I want to just ask you about that seems, I can't believe this is New Hampshire, not California, and this is a recommended um language choice for state employees is they don't want you to word use the word you ready for this senator citizen citizen because it may be offensive to foreign guests or nationals who are not citizens who cares if it is if they're here they probably want to be in america but they don't want you to use the word citizen what what, if you were governor would you think this is cool or not would you say this is a little where you know what's going on here
4: well jack (laughs) let me be clear Right up front here, Uh, my priorities are not about this wokeness. I mean, New Hampshire is where woke goes to die, and that's my theory. Um, This this talk about citizens, I I was looking at the fishermen one this morning, and I said, you know, I've been over to that co-op in Portsmouth, you know, a dozen times. They want me to go over there and talk to those men about being anglers, um, I, I think they have bigger problems with the federal government with, on their catches and everything um, and on having somebody sit in their boat and they have to pay them every day. Um, we, we got to knock this off. The citizen thing just takes it way too far. But um, my priority is making sure we close that border. I think Governor Sununu is doing the right thing right now to close it, and I think we just got to keep going on this because the states are going to have to take over where the federal government is failing.
1: Well, now that we, we're we going to get into the sort of back half of winter and the spring months, where do you think this race is at? Now, there's other people in the race, obviously. The Democrats, the two major names you hear about constantly are Joyce Craig, former mayor of Manchester, and Cindy Warmington, executive council. Republican side, the names you hear are Chuck Morrison, and Kelly Ayotte. Now, arguably, there's going to be other people vying to become the next governor, but you're the big four names on both sides of the aisle, so... As you get out and about, are people gonna to start to focus on the governor's race? And what do you think are gonna be some of the you've already said the border. Is that gonna be a top issue here in New Hampshire? Democrats will talk about abortion bans, even if you try to limit abortion or restrictions in the last three months, they'll call that the Morse or the Sununu or they'll call that an abortion ban. But what are the issues that you're hearing when you're out and about with potential, you know, supporters or supporters?
4: Yeah, I think first and foremost what you're hearing right now and I think this will change a little bit as the campaign gets going, borders the issue, whether it's closing on northern border or closing closing the southern border. um, People are so nervous about the people that are coming into this country and the drugs that are coming into this country. I said this was going to happen when I traveled to Texas with the sheriffs, and it's here. Um, People are not finding it acceptable. Matter of fact, they're, they're making it very clear that it needs to be closed immediately. And that's why I support Governor Sununu right now going and helping Governor Abbott because we're sending a strong message from our state. Beyond that, it's always going to get to finances. Um, And I think I'm pretty strong on budgeting in the state of New Hampshire. I've done it um, so many times, and I've done it with that passion that, sure, bring it on about abortion. Let's talk about where I stand on it because I thought what I did um, I have a very caring attitude, and I got us to a point that I believe is acceptable for the citizens in New Hampshire, and I'll I'll debate anybody on these issues.
1: Senator uh, Chuck Morse, Republican candidate for governor. One of the big topics I'm sensing talking to people, you mentioned the uh, the seacoast with lobster, but uh, the seacoast, Rockingham County, Hillsborough, you're from the southern tiers, affordable housing, affordable housing. We had Tom Furtado on yesterday with me from Ketch Housing in Merrimack County, they're doing a great job trying to increase affordable housing. But it's a real problem on communities across the board. Um, what do you think the state can do better? Or is it a private sector solution? If you were a governor, elected governor, how do we get more affordable housing to rent or buy?
4: Yeah, I gave my idea to Governor Sununu, and we've done some of it already. I, I think we work with the communities that want to get projects done immediately. They say in the six-month period. We need to work on our departments to make sure that they can you know, get what these people need to develop. But we should be working on infrastructure. I've done a lot with water in this state. Uh, Governor Sununu put me in charge of a commission that has made sure we brought projects throughout the state. I'm working on three different ones right now that are significant. And I think if we help communities um, bring the infrastructure, they'll start to build. And let's work with the ones that want to work with us.
1: Chuck Morse, before I let you go, um, there's no question in my mind, state and nationally, regardless of what's going on uh, with the 2024 presidential picture, that in New Hampshire in races like yours for governor, I I mean, you can put it on an envelope, and I don't bet, I didn't even bet on the Super Bowl this past weekend, but I would bet a quarter or a dollar uh, that the Democrats, whoever the nominee is, between Joyce Craig and Cindy Warmington, presumably, um, are going to make abortion rights a key issue here in New Hampshire. So let me just ask you now, early on, um, if you, you know, at that point, do you support the current law on the books in New Hampshire, which my understanding only imposes restrictions in the last trimester, not the first six months? Is that acceptable to you, or do you think New Hampshire should change that, you know, further or not? Or what is your position on the current law in New Hampshire in terms of abortion rights?
4: Jack, I support the current law. I helped write it, and I think that's where New Hampshire should be, and I'll continue to support that.
1: So if you were the nominee, the Democrat opponent would no doubt say to you, oh, Morse favors an abortion ban from what you just said.
4: Listen, what we did in that piece of legislation, that's the law in New Hampshire right now, is we gave a mother and her doctor and her family the Six, first six months to make a decision on abortion that's the way the law was written um, and I support that law
1: and I I'm, I'm and it seems reasonable to me but you know if you're on a debate stage or in a, in a back and forth the Democrats would say well Senator you just you, that's an abortion ban. what do you respond to that? I'm, I'm not saying it is because I that's what they called it a Sununu abortion ban when he signed the budget in the last three months seven, eighth and ninth month. I don't think that's an abortion ban, but if someone says it is, how do you respond? Because voters are going to see millions of dollars in advertising, whether it's you or AOT, that you favor a ban on abortion, period, even if you support the current state law.
4: Yeah, Jack, and I think this is where the question needs to be asked. The question that needs to be asked, if you can get the two Democrats to come on your show, ask them the question, when do they believe it should stop? Is it end at birth? Does it end after birth? When do they believe abortion should stop? And that's the question that truly needs to be asked of them as they're running for governor, um, because I certainly think the way we've defined it is what is right for the state of New Hampshire.
1: Chuck Moore, thanks for joining us on this Wednesday. Good morning, here, to the Paulson h Thank you.
4: You take care now. Happy Valentine's again.
1: Aaron Rial. Happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, real diamonds or synthetic? I don't know. I'm hearing a lot of people are going on the ladder because you can't tell the difference. If it's lost or stolen, you're less out. But what do you, what's the deal? Yeah,
5: people love them. 60% of people buying jewelry now are buying the synthetic lab-grown ones. Frankly, I would not be upset at all if someone gave me one of these because they are actually literally the same exact thing. Um, the Gemological Institute of America, they say that they are identical in terms of the chemical and physical properties as the mine version. Also, right. the FTC determined that lab-grown diamonds are, in fact, real diamonds, don't need to be called synthetic. If you give it to a gemologist or an actual really skilled gel- jeweler, they're looking through the little loop, the funny monocle, no they can't tell the difference yeah. really what it comes the only difference is that it, one was taken from the earth and one was made in a lab they they require a tremendous amount of energy to make because you're mimicking right. thousands of years of pressure so the energy bills are high but if you have issues with like the ethical working conditions in zambia or pakistan right. or uh, you know those are not an issue i think this is great but what right. it's done is it's actually lowered the value of real diamonds, they're down about 35% in terms of well, their value. This was always a store of value, but there's so many on I, the market. It's simple supply and demand.
1: I remember from my own family background, uh, my, my, my late father-in-law had, for my late mother-in-law, had gotten one of these diamonds that was synthetic back then, and it didn't go over too well. But today I'm here, and you can't tell the difference if you're getting a Valentine's Day gift, if it's synthetic or, you know, from, you know, quote-unquote Mother Earth.
5: Right, it, it, like it's not like cubic zirconi, which is actually just an entirely different thing. That's a that's a crystal, and it's right. chemically like the minerals. Like it, it's just a different thing entirely. These are not; these are <laughs> diamonds. They're just it's like right. eating. It's like is it, a flower they're, not a flower? If they're they're, lab, they're
1: basically lab grown and created. I mean, I've heard the jewelers cannot tell the difference. Experts, it's very hard to tell the difference on the what they call now synthetic diamonds and some of the jewelry. So pretty cool. All right, cool Aaron. Stuff. Thank you. <laughs> Happy Valentine's. This story and I credit. I, it pains me. It pains me, Michael, to give Michael Graham credit from New Hampshire Journal, but I have to give him credit for this story that he was on earlier about about the Department of um, Information Technology, the state of New Hampshire. I just asked Chuck Morris, one of the candidates, mm-hmm. Repo- governor running, Republican running, their chosen vocabulary now for state employees on state agencies and websites. And you know, I know this is splicing hairs, but there's a point here. And one of my listeners just shared it to me, and I'm going to tell you what it is. Why is it today that one individual in the Department of Information Technology, and no, no, no nothing against him or her, I'm sorry, they, which is now a singular pronoun. When I was in grade school, they was plural. <laughs> yeah. Why is it one individual has the right to tell hundreds of state employees, including like a state trooper in the interstate, to start using the term they if they're stopping a he or she motorist, or don't use the word citizen because it might offend a foreign guest or foreign tourist. Don't If you're in the Department of Transportation, don't use the term manhole cover. Use the term human-made cover. See see where I'm going with this. Who gives that person the right to tell me what my nomenclature is on terminologies that has stood the hundreds of thousands of years? So, in other words... If I'm a proud grandfather, I'm a proud grandfather. Mm-mm. I have a right to be. A, who asks me if now or if, if I'm proud of my sister, why can't I call her my sister? Why do I have to start calling her my sibling? Because one person tells me. So it's almost like in our country, if you question this, they start using, they start the name calling. they accuse you of things. Yeah, that okay. You're anti okay. this or pro that. Yeah. Jack, if you have a problem saying on the golf course to your friend, instead of, hey, guy, hey, buddy, and if you don't do that, you're this or that. Who has that right to say that to me? Because I may love my friend. And, and so and I love America. So if you're telling me I can't say American because it's offensive to someone who's not American, tell them to get the hell out of our country. That's right. I mean, I'm just I'm looking at this. This is one person who came up with this, and I don't want to make his or her or their wife, there. I'm sorry, their wife miserable today on Valentine's Day, but what gives you that right? That's all I'm asking. Yeah. I'm done. I'm off at the commentary. Yeah. Michael?
6: Uh, I, I, I appreciate the commentary, Jack. Good morning to you, um, and a belated congratulations on World Radio Day to the
1: world's best radio show host. Oh, um, you're too kind. Uh, uh,
6: Jack, I think this is a really a, – a, 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 symptom to the larger problem we have in america today and it's kind of like a form of bullying you know you get like you just said you get called names if you don't do exactly what one person in a very very large group of people demands to be done you know it's what kind of what we're seeing with biological males participating in female sports uh it's a problem we have in america and, and something has to be done about it and uh I don't know where it goes from here, but it is a problem. It is
1: a big problem. Well, you, okay, I'm going to compliment you on something because I do want to at least get out of you what you think on South Carolina in 10 days and how it's going to happen. But I know a couple of things about you over the years. But what I really know about Mike Denny, other than great political you know, strategist, analyst, thinker, public policy, um, is you value your faith. Mm. Your, you, you, you have humility. Um, all these things that I think – from the veterans and people in the military know, I call them human assets. You love your horse. You're, you, have, you're, you have a horse now. It's okay to ask because you post, you talk. I think it's a great thing. But you're also are so proud of your son. Mm-hmm. And I see pictures. And anyone out there would know you're a loving individual, and yet there are people that would tell you along the way of everything I just said, if Michael Dennehy thanks God for his son and family, well, mm-hmm. you know what? We don't want you to say the word God. Because mm-hmm. you know, if you believe in Jesus Christ, that's offensive to this person. See, this is the stuff that bothers me. When you're a decent, loving person, and you accept everyone out there, yeah. unless they're breaking into your house and killing your family, I mean, you have a right to do. You know, say that person's not good, but someone who does evolve in life to recognize the greater good, and I put you in that category. I would say that you have a right. If And you notice sometimes when it fits the narrative of the National Football League, if a person wins a game and they say, I want to thank Jesus Christ yeah, for yeah. answering my prayers and helping our team win it, they want to edit that out. They edit it out. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? <clears throat> Why? Why? Yeah, because it, someone no, else no. listening doesn't believe in Christ? I don't care. It doesn't, yeah, you know. Exactly. You right. know, I don't get this sometimes. And it. And the other thing is sensitivity, Michael. We need to mm-hmm. start producing more bubble wrap. Yeah. And you wonder why in colleges young people can't deal with it, can't cope with anything. I hear that from counselors. They they can't cope with any anxiety because the parents have bubble wrapped them. Yes. You know, and, and, you know, I just think this has gone wacko. And one person, one person kind of has that right to make a lot of people think all of a sudden, well, geez, is there something wrong with me? Because for 20 years. I've called my friends who are guys, guys, and gals, gals. Do I, am I a bad person? Yeah. I don't know.
6: And, 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 like you, and, but, and to your point, too, Jack, individual freedom, let them call themselves what they want. Absolutely. But don't make me call you something because you're defining the entire situation for someone else and forcing me to do what you want
1: and I'll give you one more Michael to your point about individuals. I there's a, a friend of ours, I guess I do I she, she's she's a mother, a proud mother and a woman. Can I say that or what what's the word? They, a friend of mine, there I I guess I'll use the word they. But she was telling me uh months ago after the midterm elections that her daughter came home from college. Her child came home from college, I guess, is the political. Her daughter came home from college. And they got into an argument with her with her mom because her mom you know, didn't like everyone saying that Governor Sununu was favoring an abortion ban with just the mm-hmm. last three months involved. Yep. And her daughter started yelling at her mm-hmm. mom after being indoctrinated in the college she was going to. And her mother said, why don't I have a right in my own household with my kid? Why don't I have a say in what I think about it? Why?" And I've had children. Why doesn't the mother have a say and her daughter was saying she didn't if she didn't agree with her she couldn't talk on the issue
6: yeah what is that it. it's a it's uh it's a very crazy a crazy crazy world we live in
1: it's i know just, let's let's make it a little better let's talk some politics michael okay south carolina 10 days to go michael denny denny yes, b way group Nick, Nikki haley says she doesn't have to win wants to do better than she did in new hampshire donald trump where does this go because it is the republican nomination at stake
6: it is. It is. And, Jack, you've probably seen in the last week there have been three, three polls, uh, three public polls. The morning consult poll, which is well-respected, uh, has Trump up 68 to 31. CBS News has Trump up 65 to 30. And just today, Winthrop University, well-respected university, uh, has Trump up 65 to 29. All very consistent. Uh, Trump is winning uh, almost 3 to 1 at this point. Uh, it's, uh, it's bad news for Haley. I've, I've been predicting she's going to get out, uh, next week, get out of the race because she before, before, before the, before the election. Yeah, because she doesn't want to, she just doesn't want to, uh, have her campaign end on such a sour note. I would think she does not. I, I can't imagine she would. And the thing is, you know, she, the favorability among Republican voters in this new poll today Trump's favorability among Republicans is a phenomenal, 81%. Since the last poll, he's gained favorability. Haley's among Republicans is down to 56%. Among yeah. Republicans, she's dropped 15%. She's just, she's dropping. She, she, she's, now, she's no longer gaining. They're tied among independents. Right. They're, you know, much fewer independents will vote in South Carolina. It's all about Republicans. And, and the, and the, and...
1: And the problem is timing, right, Michael, because Nikki Haley, look, I've got to tell you, I, I have nothing but respect for a lot of these people who go through this process. And I have the utmost, excuse me, <clears throat> the utmost respect that when former Governor Haley was in my studio near the end of the New Hampshire primary, and I'm the only person that I know of that even asked her what it's like to be running for president with a family-oriented life, and your husband is deployed in the military in Africa serving our country And she talked about how much she loves and respects him, how much he loves the country and how how hard it's been. Not the idiotic thing that uh, former President Trump said about why is he not with her, that he has no credibility there. But my point is, I think Nikki Haley has a big future in this country she wants. I think she's done well. Um, Everyone gets into saying, oh, she's a globalist. I don't even know what that means. My point is, um, (laughs) Trump is winning. He's probably going to win. My my point is, your point's a good one. If you're Nikki Haley and you're on the younger side, mm-hmm. do you want to re- be remembered for losing your own home state by 25 or 30 points and then losing f- four more? Or it's all about you know, timing, and the, the, what people remember is always that last page of the story, right? That's exactly right. Yes. Right.
6: And, and, and you're, you're, you're so right, Jack, because Nikki Haley should be commended. She, she, she has outlasted every other candidate against yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. She's outlasted every one of them. She deserves to be commended for that. But she also has to know if she wants a future in this business, which is rough and tumble, then then she's she's got to give in at
1: some point. Because she, look what Ted she did. Cruz
6: knew when it was time to hang it yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Michael, uh,
1: I mean, for, for, she, Vice President Mike Pence, Mike Pompeo, yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Christie, Ramaswamy, Ron DeSantis. I Ron mean, DeSantis. she she mm-hmm. she kind of did well. I mean. You know, there, there's a major tournament, a lot of people are going to remember the Chiefs more than the Niners from this last Super Bowl, but two teams made it to the dance, That's and right. she's done pretty well. All right, Michael, I'm going to let you go. Can I say happy Valentine's to you, or at least your <laughs> horse, Buddy, without being offended?
6: Absolutely, yes. Thanks, Jack. Happy right. Valentine's Day to you and your listeners, and thanks. Uh, and and, it and to
1: you. J-Dog. you got to say one to J-Dog. He loves Valentine's Day. <laughs> I, hate Valentine's this, Day I hate this J-Dog. holiday. Please, midnight, midnight, midnight. <laughs> What's your dog? Let's get to midnight, please. Yeah, come on. You're so grumpy, dog. Midnight. I'm going to give you a biscuit. All right. Thank you. Uh, hey, you Michael, guys. Michael. Hey, since yes, I'm in a good mood, before I lose you, Michael he's probably one of, the best, one of the smartest advisors in that state government up there in terms of what he does and his team. There's probably little doubt that Governor Sununu's people, Ben, you know, the team, have probably heard about Graham's story on the state. Department of Information Technology, new chosen language for state employees. It's kind of a gubernatorial thing, if you know what I mean. It's very legit to ask the governor what he thinks. (laughs) Do you know at the end of the chosen interpretation by the person here, they actually cited Governor Sununu. Have you read this, Michael?
6: I I, I believe I did.
1: They actually used his example on the campaign trail, because we're talking about Haley and Trump, of calling former President Donald Trump F and crazy they had no issue with the f and the g word they said crazy would be a bet the better choice would be calling former president trump wacko do you think governor sunu is going to like hearing about this and if he does because i'm talking about i think he's probably going to hear about this this language thing or citizen is now not you know not a good word in new hampshire do you think he's gonna kibosh this thing or do you think you'll have a comment on this
6: i i fully expect he will have a, a comment on it I, I expect it will be uh, uh, polite, professional, but strong.
1: <laughs> I like, appreciate the suggestion for chosen words. We're doing fine. Throw it in the garbage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Rory O'Neill, NBC Radio National correspondent, on this Wednesday, Valentine's Day as well. So as Rory gets going, uh, Aaron Rial earlier was talking about synthetic diamonds now in the lab. So close to the real thing, Rory, it's okay to get those versus the real stuff. But Rory's uh, talking about Valentine's Day as well and AI, artificial intelligence, something I think we'll be talking more about. Take it away, Rory.
4: Yeah, Jack, imagine turning to your computer and asking it to write the Valentine's Day message to your partner. Well, about 39% of Americans say they'll look to use AI to write that Valentine's Day message that's up from 26% last year. And, you know, you got to ask, well, so what if the computer writes it? Otherwise, Hallmark is going to write it. What's the difference?
1: Yeah. And where does it go from here, Rory? No one knows. Thank you, Rory. Thanks, Jack. Alicia Press Anthopolis. Anthopolis. APX, well, who will be in for me on Friday, by the way, so uh, be, be kind of J-Dog. And happy Valentine's Day. Seacoast Online has been listening at all to the show this morning. But Michael Graham, New Hampshire Journal. That's an interesting story, which has become a part of the show since he was on First Hour about the Department of Information Technology uh, guide, the person who's sort of um, responsible for, I guess, the lingo that's – I don't know, you probably can't say lingo. The language, the preferred words that state employees now use on state-run agencies and websites for their internal communications. And it comes from the the Department of Information Technology, and the Director of User Experience on Embracing Inclusive Language, Alicia, inclusive <laughs> language for state employees. And now they, she, um, Catherine, I, I'm not going to say her last name on this because, you know, with respect her privacy, she, the, the article identifies her as the, um, the head of user experience, but it's not Catherine. I guess it's supposed to be, even though I was taught in high school, they is a, is, is a plural word, now is singular because I'm not supposed to say she. Um, on the state site. And then also, terms like chairman, or you're going to love this one. If you work for the Department of Transportation, Alicia, and you see a, um, an open manhole cover on the highway or the road, like in Hampton,
5: mm-hmm.
1: they don't want you to say man-made now. They, they, the letter suggested it be human-made, artificial, or synthetic cover. Uh. But this is the one you might love, Alicia. You ready for this one? The, okay. term, the term citizen. Like you're a state trooper and you pull a citizen over for driving 110 miles per hour, you're you're excluding foreign tourists when you use the term citizen. Oh my! This is Alicia. It's not California. This is this is New Hampshire. Oh my! What I, do you I, think?
5: I don't even know where to go with this. First of all, the they thing. I was an English major in college. I simply refuse. I simply refuse to use they in the singular sense. It is a plural word, and the fact is, 2023 doesn't change it. If someone wants to be called a he or she, whichever they want, I will respect that. If a transgender person wants me to use a different pronoun for them and I know them and I'm aware of this, I will do that. I will not use plurals for singulars. And manhole covers, manmade. Mankind is a generic term for humans. Why are women so sensitive to be missing the W-O on a word that we have to change our linguistic system I am not that sensitive as a woman. I'm just not. And I refuse to engage.
1: How about citizen? What's wrong with the term citizen?
5: I, I'm willing to bet not one foreign tourist up here for leap peeping would be offended by that. Like, this is where when people say we don't want to offend anyone, we want to be inclusive. Who's being offended? Right. Identify for me who is what foreign tourist that's leaf peeping in New Hampshire is offended if they're referred to as a citizen. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to know the person Who said we can't call it a manhole cover Because that offends me as a woman There is not one person That can be identified who's actually offended by this That's what bothers me most
1: Can, can I ask you a question Does the term elderly An elderly neighbor <clears throat> offend you
5: No I have a few of them Why who's offended by elderly
1: In this guide they want you to use the term Senior or older Somehow it's offensive to elderly I, I thought elderly was a very respectful term
5: It is a very respectful term until someone decides it's not, and then, then you get this groundswell. And guess who's not part of the groundswell ever? The elderly. (laughs) Well,
1: how about how about the special counsel report on the uh, nice elderly man who's president? That would be very offensive because he used the term "elderly" and "man."
5: Well, the White House said it was offensive, right? (laughs) Didn't they say it was offensive? I'm sorry, you're eighty, you're elderly. God bless you for still being alive.
1: A year or so ago on the show, maybe a year and a half, I got a hold of the uh, professor, the recommended professor, student guide at uh, Stanford University out in California, and, and one of the ones I just had fun was they didn't want faculty or students to use the word American on campus because it might be offensive to someone who's not from America.
5: But you're in America. I, I know. I, I, don't I know. Understand I know. You. That's where or,
1: you are. Or, or it said if you're coming <laughs> from if you're coming from lacrosse practice and you're with your friend, you can't say hey 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 guy how was how was lacrosse practice. Hey, they. Hey, they. How was the cross practice? Hey, they. Hey, they. Can you
5: call someone buddy? Can you be generic? I'm like, hey, buddy. Or does that, is that gender specific, too?
1: I don't know. But, you know, I, if you've ever seen Patrick Mahomes, who's now Mr. MVP of the Super Bowl, very appropriately Patrick Mahomes, and I love him. I think he's amazing. I'm a huge fan, really. I, I truly am. His, his, abilities, I am his abilities are amazing. But if you've ever heard him, and has heard him, like on the field, mic'd up, at home, and he goes up to opponents and teammates his favorite word is dog like we say j dog hey dog hey dog how you doing dog he'll go up to like you know the starting quarterback of the other team and he goes hey dog instead of buddy hey dog is that offensive to cats
5: i don't know atticus is listening right now and he's a little offensive offended because he is a dog and why does someone else got to pl- get to place his moniker on a different species he just told me that he's upset
0: by this
1: well, the the other thing too, and I'm not gonna. I guess I have harped a little bit, but made my it made my day on Valentine's Day because I'm guessing that take out the bubble wrap that might offend people. Jay Dog's not a big fan of Valentine's Day, but um, <laughs> the reason the reason why this is you know satirical or worth commenting for me is number one, it's New Hampshire, not California. Number two, there's no common sense in here, and number three, it's one person, and that's what's happening in a lot of these colleges. It's one dean who might have the title, Alicia Preston's Anthopolis, Social Governance Dean, who's writing and making these things that are sort of the new edict on campus because one person is sort of based on their own view of life making these assumptions, really, that all of us have no say over.
5: Well, and here's here's the bigger problem with this, even worse in colleges, is that this is government. And you're government telling people what their speech may or may not be. And, A, you can't do that. I mean, is is there punitive results if people are using these words in internal communications or external communications?
1: That's a good question.
5: (laughs) Because you can't do that. That is free speech. A lot of people throw around what free speech is and what free speech isn't. This is the pure example of government quelling your speech.
1: You know, I'm just thinking of the poor state trooper out there. We have a hard enough time we're getting recruitment folks to join, like firefighter, public safety. But the the state trooper, I'm going back to that one because I've I've heard the radio communications. They have to write up the report. They have to show up in court. Well, um, I noticed I noticed an elderly male citizen speeding and not driving normally. I would have been guilty of four infractions based on this report. I use the term elderly male. Citizen and one a normal. I, all those terms are now recommended. I would have been like, what? what, what do I get fined? Is, do, I get, do, I, do, I get, do I get suspended? Does it go on my record if I did that in my report based on the suggested use in this guide?
5: You know, what's wrong with the word normal?
1: Oh, do oh, you want me to read it? Yeah. Give me a minute. I got it. Okay. I have it right here because I pulled this up earlier. Just one second. I have to pull up the article.
5: I mean, with normal, the, there's, there's normal and there's abnormal. You know, you have normal test results. You have abnormal no, test results. no 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 Alicia you get an
1: test <laughs> no you would not you would not have made this position because um, using here it is using quote-unquote normal to describe a typical or expected situation implies that anything different is abnormal or inferior this can't be exclusionary or hurtful this can be exclusionary or hurtful to those who don't fit into societal norms uh, Michener wrote.
5: Okay, but if things aren't normal, they are abnormal. That's like quite literally the definitions of the words. So, you know, you go again for a blood test. They literally tell you abnormal test results. Therefore, you have to get more testing. What are they supposed to say? Ab? What used to be normal test results? I don't understand what we're doing here. Some things are normal. Some reactions are normal. Some emotions are normal, and some are abnormal.
1: I agree with you, I agree with you, and again um the 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 person who is the author of this new suggested language for state agencies' employees, chose the word inferior. No one said anything about inferior they're no. assuming they're assuming that if you're saying that the subject when I entered the home acted abnormally, that you were somehow saying that they're, they're they're inferior.
5: I said about someone not long ago that person does not have a normal brain. I was talking about an absolute genius, and I meant when I said it. Yeah, that wasn't inferior. That was—I well, I literally was like, that person's brain is not normal.
1: Yeah, Elon Musk. Elon, Elon Musk does Musk. not have a normal brain. The guy—he was talking about space exploration twenty years ago, electric vehicles. I mean, he's not normal. He's—he's—he's he's he's super normal. I mean, he's, he's super he's, hes super abnormal, if you will.
5: Yes, there is nothing normal about Elon Musk, and that is anything but an inferiority statement.
1: <laughs> like, we yeah. just
5: gotten silly. But again, it goes back to, hey, lady, who wrote this nonsense? Who was actually offended by any of this?
1: No, 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 no. you gotta, you got to do it right. It's Hey They who wrote this. Hey They. Hey They. Hey They. That's the cool new term. Hey They. Can't be Hey Lady, Hey Man, Hey Gal, Hey Guy. It's got to be Hey They who wrote this. Even and though you know, one person wrote it, it's got to be Hey They.
5: <laughs> people don't give, particularly young people, but anyone credit enough to talk to them. I literally had a 16-year-old relative of a relative two summers ago, determining, the, bi- the biological female determining he- she he was a male, they were a male, and said to me to refer to this person as they. And I said directly to the 16-year-old, I can't do that because it's a plural, and I explained my thing, and I was laughing. And this individual laughed and goes, you can just refer to me as a he then. And that was a teenager. Now, yeah. we can talk about teenagers and transgender, and that's a totally different topic. But talk to people and be honest with them. They're not as offended as we think they are. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? And, and I don't, we're like putting, again, particularly young people when it comes to transgender stuff, we're putting them in such a bubble of reality and demanding others conform linguistically and otherwise. But if you have a conversation with someone in that position, I found they're very open to the reality of who we are, too. Right. You know, we get to express ourselves the way we want just as much as they do.
1: But you ever so, notice in yeah. a lot of these – a lot of things we're talking about, I used the example earlier with um, – uh, it was uh, – wasn't – oh, Mike He was on – that if you question the author of this report, they would start using terms to accuse you of something, of being anti-whatever, even though you're not.
5: Oh, yeah. You refuse – I've heard it. You refuse to use they – you to ditch your So, parents. therefore,
1: you are anti-whatever. And the other one is on the abortion issue. Some people, even as a woman, you know, the, a friend of ours was talking about her daughter coming home from college yelling at her mother saying, you, you don't have any right to have an opinion on this because you don't agree with what I agree, so you don't have a right. Why don't we have a right to say, I think using the term citizen is fine and you're wrong and I'm not anti or pro anything. I'm just pro-citizen, pro-country, pro-state, and you're nuts. Oh, you can't use the term nuts. You see where I'm going with this.
5: No, it's right. true. Who is the arbiter who gets to decide what is and is not acceptable? Some bureaucrat in Concord or we the people? I'm going to say what I want to say because I don't think – and you also have to look at what's in people's hearts. Are they trying to be offensive by using the word normal? That's kind of weird. That would be abnormal if they were trying to do that. You know, well, are people trying to be mean and offensive? No. We're doing our daily lives and you're telling us we're hateful. And I don't see where that's coming from.
1: Well, I was going to say take your dog for a walk on the beach, but I'm going to say take your animal because it might be offensive to, you know, the canines. All right, thank you. Or the cats, the day. felines.